This is EdTech Weekly. I'm your host, Ricky Zager, and unfortunately, once again, Matt is not able to join us. We delayed recording one more night to see if he could join us, but he's a very, very busy man. He's got a lot going on at work, and he's got some family stuff going on. It's good, but a very, very busy man. So we will uh, do the podcast without him, or I should say I will do the podcast without him tonight. And uh, we'll hope next week he'll be back to join us because we definitely will miss Matt. I had some fun things planned for the end of the show, and maybe next week we can do those. But let's get to our first story. EdSurge discusses whether personalized learning is a waste of time or the answer to America's education issues. Something we've definitely talked about a lot recently. The Ed Surge On Air podcast spent some time talking about the personalized learning debate between Summit Public School CEO Diane Tavener and founder of Deans for Impact Benjamin Riley at a recent conference. The discussion uh, sometimes seems to get down to semantics, um, you know, how we're saying exactly what is personalized learning. But if you're interested in this debate, you should definitely check out the Ed Surge podcast. I'll give it a little plug and I'll put it in the show notes. Um, it's a podcast that gets a little deeper into probably the issues of uh, than we do here at EdTech Weekly. We're more of a, uh, you know, bringing you the news of the week and trying to put our spin on it and give you our opinion. But they seem to be getting into some uh, deeper issues, which I know some of you are definitely interested in. So I can push you that way. Uh, again, I'll put the link in the show notes and you can go ahead and check those out. Um, and uh, check out the podcast and see if you like it again a little bit deeper than we do here and I think I've kind of figured out that you know our niche is probably going to be a, a little lighter side of, of ed tech news and, and that's okay with with me I, and I like that so um, the thing I did take away from listening to this recap was basically how easy it is to incorrectly look at ed tech as anything more than a tool to aid in education you know, it's it's just not a one-size-fits-all solution, as we've discussed multiple times, Matt and I have discussed. You know, it, it becomes a problem when you say that this is going to solve all of our issues in education. And we've had a lot of issues in education for a long time, and certainly technology is not going to be the one thing that changes that. So just think of it as a tool, and I think that's sort of the best way that we can, best thing we can get out of any of these types of discussions. But it certainly is an interesting debate um, about personalized learning and whether or not is that is going to be something that really helps education uh, in our future. Certainly, there's going to be more opportunities for personalized learning based on technology. Uh, let's see how that stuff works out, though. Our next story: Campus Technology reports on a new weekly chat series that explores edtech issues. Again, it seems like I'm just plugging other shows here on my show tonight, but um, definitely I know some of you are looking for even more ways to be engaged in the edtech world, and you should definitely check out this new chat series. Um, for those of you who just can't seem to get enough edtech talk, you should definitely check this out. There's a future trends forum. Again, I'm going to put these links in the show notes at edtechweeklyshow.com so that you can get to them very easily. But they've got like a schedule of upcoming chats and the special guests. So definitely something that you should check out and maybe even just, you know, depending on the week and who's going to be there. But they do list those and I've put a link up to that as well. So, you know, I'm thinking and I, and I should I'm going to ask Matt about this, but I'm thinking maybe I should just pilfer some of those uh, guest lists that I see there and have them see if we can trick them into joining our show. I mean, we do sound official at Tech Weekly. Why not? You know, let's do it. All right. Our final story. NPR ponders the question, should computer education cover more than just coding? I just feel like saying yes here because yes, it should. Um, and then we could just end the conversation, I guess, at this point. But, 
you know, basically the article is talking about whether the focus on coding is what's best for computer science. I mean, that's my opinion of what I read. It seems like the issue here is, is this, you know, sudden surge of importance of coding and, and President Obama has talked a lot about coding and, and computer science in general, but it seems to be coding is really what's being pushed. So it's an interesting sort of debate on that as well. And again, I just urge you to read the comments on this particular article because it gets pretty heated. Um, there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on here, and again, the conversation is is basically going to be: Are we getting people, or are we training students how to code? So yes, they can make apps and they can make programs that work and use graphics and do all those types of things, but is the foundation of that being missed? The math, the science, all the things that really are the foundations of computer science, all of the really important um, sort of back-end work maybe that would help solve more problems with coding. Um, if we just focus on coding alone, we may miss out some of that. So there's a lot of, I won't even get into the debates. I, what I really wanted to do tonight was to have Matt and I do an interpretive reading of these comments. And I think that we definitely are going to do that next week. Um, I've got a few quotes already written down that I think are just pretty awesome. And again, anytime you get people that have some real strong emotions and feelings, the comment sections are pretty good. And I will say that somewhere over 115 maybe comments in, in a two-day period since the article had come out. Now I'll have to go back and check that article again and see. In fact, let me just do that right now. Let me click on the link and move to the bottom, and let's just see where these comments are at. 122 comments, and this article is only uh, was only published on the 15th, and today is the 18th, so that's pretty impressive. It might be an EdTech record. If you follow me on Twitter, I talked about that, at 4TechTeachers, the number 4TechTeachers. You can go ahead and follow me there if you want to, but I made a couple comments about, I think perhaps this is the most commented EdTech article in history. And if not, certainly it would be in the running in terms of how much time. All right. Well, since Matt's not here tonight, we aren't going to give you that special Matt ending that we love to give, but next week we can hope he'll be back. And um, hey, you know, maybe uh, Matt and I can get together and do that interpretive, um, dramatic reading of those comments. I think we can definitely do that. So we'll try to do that for you next week. So uh, the last thing we'll talk about again, we have been featuring a way to interact with the show. And today I'll just say our email address, edtechweekly at gmail.com. Um, if you like the show, if you have some suggestions, if you'd like to participate in the show, including being a guest host, um, we try to record on Wednesday nights. Uh, when Matt can't be there sometimes or when I can't be there, we push it back. But, boy, it would be great to have another host or two on the on the line that we could call up and you could come and just chat EdTech with us. So if you're interested in that or if you're just interested in commenting or anything you want to do, edtechweekly at gmail.com. And that's it for the show, and we will see you next time on EdTech Weekly. <laughs>